Welcome back to the Anti-Coffee Vlogcast. If you haven't already listened to episode one of this NC500 roundup, then go back and listen to it, because we are right in the middle of a cliffhanger, and um, you're about to find out what happens, so go and listen to episode one first. I'm sorry, was that your auntie? Was that your auntie? Was that your auntie? Anybody want coffee? I'll make you coffee. If you don't know what that picture is behind us, then you've missed out. If you do know what that picture is, then welcome back. And you're about to find out whether we managed to continue or not after something that should have been terminal um, for at least me, maybe you emotionally. Well, because we are inextricably linked, what's terminal for you is terminal for me. Basically, these two bikes are in one sense a tandem. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm eating a cinnamon it's roll very, from Deanston Bakery. Nice. Shout out Deanston Bees. Thanks, Yuri. Um, yeah, I'd said in episode the first episode of this two-parter that I was absolutely in love with my bike. You'd already had a slight niggle, but um, everything was going swimmingly at this point. We were halfway through the NC500. We were almost, we had half a, half a step in the Tongue Hotel having beers with our feet up and just congratulating each other on how awesome we are. <laughs> <laughs> we were ahead of schedule, weren't we? We'd both, we'd thought the day was going to be a lot harder than it was. And then, I mean, the Madonna was blessing us with the weather. We just had a little bit of a... A little bit of a um, tailwind coming down the last section. Mm-hmm. A beautiful climb, lovely descent. Like we were, we were high right here. I'd say we were being Buzzing. blessed and yeah. on a, on a different level. So high that we thought we've got time to stop and take a photograph here on the windiest bridge I've probably ever been on. Hundred percent, yeah. Yeah. And actually, we, we can t- tell them about what happened later on about the car and the guy. Oh from, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll tell them about that later. We'll yeah. never forget this moment, but this is what happened. Yeah. This is what happened. Bam. Look at my reaction. Just like, I knew something was wrong there. It was almost like you've dropped your child. And I've heard of this happening before, you know? Bikes falling over, just not putting them up right. People might criticise me and be like, why did you put your bike up with so much weight, top heavy? Mm. That was maybe a mistake. My back wheel is a little bit close to the wall there, but it felt like I had a good angle. It yeah. was just very windy. And I, like, I, I also laughed because I thought that's just funny that yeah, you in the photo is like... Your bike is halfway falling down. That's just hilarious. Yeah. So I hadn't really clocked anything was wrong until... Bam. Some way, and it might have even been that little second hit there. You see where it bounced? Mm. Boom. Bam. Boom. Bam. Boom. Bam. Boom. Bam. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the knockdown. Yeah. This is like that bit in Superbad where he to- shows him, <laughs> him getting knocked out. That's <laughs> where he punched you. And basically what happened is, that if you don't know what a derailer hanger is on the back, it shouldn't look like this. It snapped. That's supposed to be one piece, isn't it? That's one piece. <clears throat> that bit attaches to like pretty much where your rear dropout is. And that bit is where your derailleur attaches to. And that just snapped clean off, didn't it? So the weight must have just knocked it. My derailleur was fine, thankfully, because if I'd bust my derailleur, again, that would have been difficult. But the derailleur hanger is even more difficult because that's 
know, that's pretty much a custom part for most bikes. Derailer hangers aren't, like, my derailer hanger wouldn't fit on your bike. Yours wouldn't no. fit on mine. So it was a tricky one. Here's a photo of me fixing it. Trying to figure out what happened first. Yeah. But I knew, like, I couldn't fix it back on. So, so the solution was, and you can see the offending bridge in the background. But, yeah, again, I was, like, I was sort of just chilling at that point. I was like, well, I've got loads of time. Okay, Tony's going to get this fixed, no problem. And then we were kind of discussing, like, okay, so you can either get wait here, get a lift to probably Tongue or at least somewhere on the way that has a bike shop, and I'll just ride on and meet you there. And then you thought, going single speed at the back. And actually... Had you had the front derailleur working, going single speed at the back, again, probably not terminal, but the combination was like, right, now you're just riding like a single speed. And we didn't really know what was ahead. We knew it was hilly. Yeah, that's Uh, the thing as well. I was like, all right, that's not so bad. I can ride a single speed. I'm in my small ring at the front. I'll just put it in a a decent sized, bigger ring or even the easiest gear at the back. Mm -hmm. Like I just have to get somewhere. But then as soon as I did that, I realized that the the linear... PTSD. <laughs> yeah. Because the angle that the chain wants to go in, it'll only go in a straight line from your front mm. um, front ring. So I was in like middle to low hard gear at the back. So actually I didn't have a very easy gear. Um, well, not an easy gear that I wanted to. I managed to get the chain, basically rip the gear cable out, took the derailleur off and use my chain tool to shorten the chain, do that. And once you get to that point, like you can't put your chain back together. So that was, I knew it was either go like that to the end or find somewhere to fix it. But I knew from being on the North Coast 500, I didn't know any bike shop along yeah. the way. But. Yeah, we were looking at like Google Maps from there, which like signal was patchy anyway, and just like zooming in being like, oh, the towns will come, they'll come, they'll come. Yeah. I was like, okay, mate. So, <laughs> right, Tony, here's the news. Um, I think there's one option, a little place called Scooty, but looking at it, it looks like there's about five houses there. So I don't know, we just have to see how we go. Now it was like basically Scurry and then we're into the wilderness again until yeah. Tongue. It's 20k and like 300 meters of climb into Scurry as well. Yeah. So we were like, all right, we'll just have to get there and see. So we cracked on, didn't we? Like again, our elastic was just going. I even had a harder gear to get up climbs and there was some tough, there were some steep ones up that bit. Well, I'm still amazed that like I was spinning up my granny gear and you were out the saddle in a really tough gear and like f- flying ahead of me. But yeah, it was a, like... The realisation that actually Tony is capable of things that I can only dream of. And that being one of them. Like, I was just like, okay, right, so there is a difference between us. But in a way it was quite good because then it equalised our abilities because you were basically riding a completely broken bike. I was like, oh, I'm actually not as bad. You know, I've got loads of respect for this guy, but I'm going faster. (laughs) It was that thing, like, I didn't have a choice. But I was doing, basically doing three, like, three-minute efforts, three-minute max efforts up climbs mm-hmm. just to get over the top but already with like 150 k's in the tank yeah from that day and 270 from the day from before the day before yeah and then as we were going into scurry i saw this beautiful this is actually from the exit of scurry so i couldn't be bothered riding back but this little this little sign that was blowing in the wind you can see the strength of the wind from it as well like those yeah. things were going fast Barns, bikes, and bits. Barns, bikes, and bits. And you'd stopped at the shop, and I was like, oh, I'm just going to go and see if I can find this bike shop. And this was Barnes's shed. It was a beautiful house, wasn't it? Just by the lock. Really nice. A nice garden. And Mr. Barnes, Barry Barnes, <laughs> he, uh, his wife came out too. 
to help us and said, sorry, but Banzi isn't there right now. Mm. Like, you're going to have to... And then he came back and it was John Barnes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was just like, you've got to play the game and do it at the right time. <laughs> I rocked up. You'd already been there. I rocked up. I, I just clocked the wee sign and everything. I was like, cool. Tony's going to get his tires pumped up <laughs> yeah. and a bit of lube on his chain and that's it. And then yeah. all of a sudden she was pulling out bags and bags of derailleur hangers. Yeah, like two big bags of derailleur hangers. And I was like, no way. Like a bike shop in Glasgow, a bike shop in London wouldn't have that many derailleur hangers, mm. I don't think. But old Banzi, he's got derailleur hangers on derailleur hangers. He's stacking. Stacking them up. It was so good. And I actually had a very positive experience of just sitting in the garden <laughs> in the sun with my can of lemonade, <laughs> chatting to the lady. And this is me going at it. So I was... Look at that beach. Oh, it's gorgeous. So I was trying to figure, find a derailleur hanger that fit. Of all the ones that they had, none of them fit perfect. But one of them, only one, it was like a Cinderella's shoe that almost fit. <laughs> and I'd managed to get it on with one Allen key holding it in. Um, got the derailleur on. And then old Banzi came back, got a chain, a new chain, gold as well. And uh, what else did he give me? New, new cable from the gear, new housing, all of that. And I put it together and then I said to... Banzi, I was like, can you just dial in my gears for me? Because I can't be asked. <laughs> the worst I, thing. Do you know what we didn't think about? Was you could have just bought that bike off him. Yeah. He's, he was like very knowledgeable. Yeah. He was great. Yeah. The reason he was doing this more full time or more as his thing was because he was, he was working like a ghillie, right? For the estate, driving people around in Jeeps. Basically one day there was like really, really bad wind. His car was removed from the bridge by the wind. Yeah. yeah. It's terrible. And then he basically broke his back. Yeah. But still rides. He's got a recumbent. So he cruises around on the recumbent. Great guy. And like actually an angel for me in that moment. And you can see like my joy in the photo stood next to him. Mm. I was so like happy. Like there he is with that a fixed bike in the background. Barnsley is a blessing from the Madonna. Yeah. He's an angel sent by the Madonna. As storylines go... We hit a bo rock bottom, but we're on our way back up. And that's how, that's how we went. Now, this is an exercise in relativity, really. It's the shape of the curves are what matters and not their origins. This is the GI axis, good fortune, ill fortune. Sickness and poverty down here, wealth and, and boisterous good health up there. Bo boisterous good health. Now, this is the BE axis. B stands for beginning, E stands for electricity, electricity. So we'll start a little above average, is why, why get a depressing person? The whole thing we call this story man in hole, but it needn't be about a man, and it needn't be about somebody getting into a hole. But it's a good way to remember it. Somebody gets into trouble, gets out of it again. People love that story. They never get sick of it. Somebody gets into trouble, gets out of it again. People love that story. Not copyrighted. It was kind of the end of our mechanical problem. Yeah. But it wasn't the end of our problems because now that, that had taken three hour, hours out of our day. So as things were happening, every half hour or so we were like, okay, so now if we go at this speed, we'll probably be there at eight. Yeah. So we'll be there, we'll just ride straight to the hotel and have dinner and then we'll go and find the B&B. &B. And then... 
I was like, oh, now it's going to be half eight, so I'll see if they can push the table back. They pushed the table back till 8.45. I was like, okay, now it's, we're probably not going to be there till like nine or just after nine, depending on how the going is. So change that from, look, we're, we're definitely coming to eat. We're going to be late. Yeah. And then they said, well, there's not going to be, the chef's leaving at nine, so that'll be it. I said, okay, right, can you just make us food, put it in a bag, and we'll get it. We'll pay for it now. We'll get it at some point. And then as time went on and on, it was like, right, okay, don't think we're going to be there till like yeah. half nine now. And then it was like, okay, well, it's going to be whole, like quarter to ten. <laughs> this whole time we went eating as well. And I didn't really notice because we were so busy pretty much straight after the bridge. I think I didn't eat until after this point sometime. Like this is just before we climbed out of Scarry, just me dialing in my gears again because mm-hmm. I felt like the gear cable slipped. And it was a steep 12% or out of Scarry. Yeah. Thankful for the Madonna for blessing me with the new gears or more gears just before that climb. And we were on our way to bonking. Yeah. A double bonk. Because that also would have been one where, like, at that gradient, that probably was the first time you'd have been like, ah, I need to get off and push. Yeah, I wouldn't have. And then that's that. just like, you're just hemorrhaging time, energy, and passion for the project at that point. Like, yeah. in the moment, it's like, well, what, actually, you're just going to, push up every time it's a steep climb we're just going to be pushing yeah and we started on our way didn't we and the next stop like the next target was Durness once we got to Durness we knew what sort of checkpoint like that's the checkpoint but we got some gnarly headwind yeah this was all headwind and that's me that's me like just cranking cadence is probably quite low but just cranking a big gear yeah just to get it done and it's nice I remember seeing this and, and actually my phone had died yeah and I was like, oh, I really want to take a photo of this because it's epic. Yeah. But I sort of, because my phone had died, and then I also just couldn't be bothered. And we were starting to, like, you've got your arm warmers back on here. Like, that cloud formation, the sun was starting to go down. As soon as the sun went down behind that cloud, we were like... Chill zone. Got really cold. And we were just getting into Durness when that happened, didn't we? Mm-hmm. I did go for the Durness sign. Got I, did, I got a long attack on that one. Yeah, yeah. It was a long climb. You, I think my head went down. I was just like, Ugh. Yeah. I also wanted to get to the co-op. I was like, surely either it closes at seven and it's already closed, or it closes at eight. Maybe they're trying to get off at half seven. So I was like, I'm just going to get to the co-op and Todd will catch me there. Yeah. Which was genius, actually, because like, I don't think you hanging around to like chivy me on wouldn't have helped. Yeah. If you hadn't gone ahead, we'd have missed the... Because I probably rolled in like 10 minutes after you. Maybe, yeah. But and it was... It was close, wasn't it? The shop. Mm -hmm. We we were like, we've missed it. That was our only chance to get some food. And we were sick. Like, I had some bars, but I was sick of the bars. Yeah. Been eating them for the last, like, 24 hours. We'd missed lunch. The shutters were down. Everything was done. And then we saw a little door handle move. (laughs) Like, literally just a little twitch. And Yeah, and at that point, (laughs) it could have been, like, a hallucination. (laughs) I could have just been imagining it. But then someone came out, and we asked if we could just come in and get a sandwich. (laughs) So, can I just come in and get a sandwich? And they was like, oh, all right then. And then we went in and absolutely raided the joint. Yeah, <laughs> dropped like 20 bucks on that guy. Yeah. And yeah, two sandwiches, donuts. Mini cheddars. Toffee crisps, mini cheddars, hula hoops. Lo- so much food. Yeah. Munched it all outside, got really cold. Yeah, really cold. And then this was, I think this was about, would have been like, yeah, 8, 8.15? Yeah. S- yeah, chilly, windy. And then one of the things we realised was like, there's no point in asking people, what the yeah. what is the route like for the rest of it? So he was like, "Oh well, you're going to be into it now." <laughs> I don't know how they speak up there. I wasn't really listening. He was basically like, "You're into the headwind, probably until you get there. Yeah. It's getting dark, and it's 
like that. Uh, so we left, and it's like from Durness Bar straight downhill. And I was so cold that I was getting speed wobble yeah. from shivering. And then a punchy wee boy straight up. And then once we reached the top of that, though, I think I just got in the zone. I was like, let's just go. Yeah. So we were we were flying at that point. We were like 30-odd k's an hour, all the way around Loch... Erebol? Erebol. Straight from Lord of the Rings, isn't it? So yeah. It's like Loch Erebol. All but the way around there. That was a lovely bit, because we got a tailwind yeah. actually going down there, didn't we? Cruised around the end of there. Yeah. And then came and then, a pretty decent climb. Yeah, yeah, the climb up and out of there yeah. onto like the moor and it was nice at that point it was still nice we were like oh we're doing it we're, we're we'd kind of like made peace with okay we're not having a sit down dinner it's going yeah. to be dinner on our laps but it'll be nice and we'll probably get there like half nine yeah we just kept hemorrhaging time i don't know we just got up onto the moor another couple of punchy climbs a really steep one yeah just before tongue and then it just got dark really quick yeah. lights came on and then we just were hammering it <laughs> Downhill in the dark, yeah. which was like... Down to Tongue, down to the Kyle of Tongue, like that downhill section. It was pretty much pitch black. So we had the lights on and we were flying, <laughs> we were going. Yeah. Oh, no, you stopped actually to put, to get I, your lights on. Yeah, I you? stopped to put my lights on and I was also conscious that like I wanted to text Shan and be like, we're, we're doing it, but yeah. we're really late. So that's yeah. why you haven't heard from me because my phone was dead. So I was trying to charge my phone. Yeah. Didn't have signal. So I was like a little bit distracted as well. I was like, yeah. oh, that's, I hope there's not like, I hope she's not, too worried i hope she just trusts that like we're we're making it and if it's something had happened bbc website yeah <laughs> two very handsome cyclists were killed today by a truck in the dark coming over to tongue hotel so yeah got the lights on my lights are absolute garbage okay yeah and yours was good yours was like a nice thing Beam. so i had a great wee moment when i was sitting in front of you just before you flew away down the hill yeah where you were from behind and i could just see my legs like, just metronome, dun, dun, yeah. dun, dun. And in my head, I was just like, I'm Andrew Greipel. <laughs> I'm Greipel. The size of my legs. Yeah, they were mad. They were like, they went for the road. It's one of those where, at the time, even at the time, I was still like, I know this is quite uncomfortable. It's also mad and brilliant. You'll never do this again. Yeah. You'll never be like pitch black cycling over this moor at the very top coast of Scotland. You'll never do this again. So I was enjoying it, but yeah. also was cold and like conscious to get just get there. It was cool, like descending down and it was so windy that my sunglasses flew off my head in the pitch black, so I had to go and search for them. And then over the over the Kyle of Tongue on the Yeah. That, that was super windy there, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Really windy. And then up into Tongue. And we'd realised we'd booked the B and B for the wrong night. <laughs> Just to top everything off. we went to the Tongue Hotel. Uh, got, got our food. food. The food weighed about seven kilograms. Like it was so <laughs> yeah. heavy. It was like, this is great. This is good. That was really yeah. good. And then we managed to find the Bothy that we were staying in. Yeah. So lucky with another wonderful woman who just took care of us, didn't she? We met up with old Rosen. Rosen, uh, Rosen John. Rosen John. Are the cyclists away yet? <laughs> and then, so we, we ate in your room. And then, yeah, Silka came in. Silka was the host that came in. She was like, would you like a beer? Glorious. Yes, mum. I mean, <laughs> uh, I would love that. That'd be lovely. Uh, thank you very much. Two big locally brewed delicious beers yeah. and two tonics tea cakes. So we ate. This is like, yeah, knocking on like half 11 at night. Yeah. And I was just like that, mate. I'm going to go and have this in the shower. So I stood in the shower for like 25 minutes and yeah, had yeah. my beer. I didn't sleep that well that night either, I think, because of all the out, the heavy intervals I'd been doing. Yeah. I was cooked, so my legs were twitching, my heart was beating. Whereas I, I fell into a dreamless slumber. Um, and then when we woke up, we got a lovely roaring fire. Oh, it was just perfect. Like, 
having fried breakfasts every day as well. It's great. <laughs> Why not? I had fruit pudding. Don't know what it is, still don't. And by the fire, we didn't want to leave almost, but then yeah, we had to. Got a nice photo of us outside. There's the boys. Looking good. I was wrapped up pretty warm. And then we cruised off. Nice I love how you still there. don't have your helmet clipped. Yeah. It's so casual. So we kind of crackled along. We aren't going rapid, but we're just going decent. Yeah. And it was actually fairly grim. Some of the wider road, it's quite lonely. Yeah. Like the wide road, not a great surface, headwind, cold. And that sort of sped us or beckoned us into Thurso where you kicked and got the, got the victory. Did I wanted that one. There were some iconic ones that I think we both wanted. Yeah. Alapool, Thurso, Dennis, Dernes, um, Brora, just by dint of uh, yeah. being a thing. Alt Bay. Alt Bay. Inverness, obviously. Inverness, yeah. Boner Bridge, Boner for Bridge. obvious reasons. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we stopped off at uh, Tony's, not quite Tony's Family Bakery, but it sounds a bit like it could be Tony's Family Bakery. It was pretty good, wasn't it? It was all right. Had a coffee there, actually. We did. A polystyrene cup. Yeah. Some peculiar pies, a very cold steak pie, which is not... I don't get why they're selling you a cold pie anyway. Yeah. So anyway, we didn't care. We munched that. Yeah. Smashed that down. I had a little whoopsie with my bottle. You went full Tony Montana. (laughs) And then this is where... Well, do you want to tell your version? Yeah. So the way I saw this, Todd... Well, first, first of all, what we have is... This is filmed by me looking back yeah. on quite a substantial gap to you, which very rarely happens. Stuck in the crosswinds. It was actually full-on headwind. Echelons. <laughs> Echelon of two. Tony didn't make the echelon. <laughs> it's more a semicolon. <laughs> we were cracking on after Thurso because we did get a little bit cold. Like mm. I was feeling it as well. And I was wrapped up way warmer than you were. But then you started driving up the pace. And I was like, what are Todd's going here? So I sat in for a little bit. And thought, at some point, you'll just pull off and I'll take the lead and I'll probably bring the pace down a little bit. And we might have done that in a couple mm. of turns. But then I just sat on for a long period of time and you didn't pull off. And I was like, okay, this is, we're going pretty hard. And I thought, we've got, still got a long way to go. So I ended up c- pulling up alongside you and looking at you and saying, we're going pretty hard. Or you're going pretty hard. <laughs> and then you looked at me and said, I'm just trying to get warm or something mm. like that, wasn't it? And I was like, okay. And then... Ended up, we got this gap established. And then I was like, I was cursing you a little bit. And it was the first time I was like, I don't like Todd. <laughs> no. what? what a dick. Because <laughs> you rode off and then the gap remained the same. And I was like, now we're both riding into a headwind. We've got 30k to go. We're going to spend loads of energy. Like, I don't get it. I just, in my head, I couldn't make it work. I, think, I even stopped for a pee as well. Because you established a gap and I was like, oh, fuck it. You can go. I'll just go for a pee and then... Right on. You stopped and done it. He had to take a picture, get a video of me coming by, I think. Mm-hmm. And like straight after done it is when my psychology changed. Like it switched for me. But up until that point, I was like, I don't get this. Why are we not yeah. riding together? We should be working together on this. Yeah. And I thought like, actually I'd done it when I, when you came past, you sort of glanced at the camera and gave a very small smile, which is your equivalent of like, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I was like, oh, Okay, maybe maybe he wasn't happy with that. <laughs> so then you you then had a gap, so it was quite good. So then I was like, okay, well I can at least work hard to like bring back the gap and yeah. I'll stay warm. But yeah, it was exactly that. Like we left Thurso, I was freezing my tits off and able to get out the saddle to crank a big gear. Yeah, 
So I was like, oh, well, we can push it a bit and like get warm, get the legs going. And then when you pulled up beside me and said, oh, you're going a bit hard, mate. I was like, thanks, man. <laughs> like, cheers. What a compliment from Tony. Too hard for Tony. Um, yeah, and, I, and I, I thought, like, obviously that was you saying, like, you need to knock it off a bit. And my response was sort of, I can't knock it off because I'll get too cold. Uh, yeah, and then as soon as I went past done it, I was like, I can't, I could, what was I thinking? Like, I can't ask Todd to ride slow just to keep me away from the wind. He's going to expend the same amount. Like, I was just like, that was a bit unreasonable. Why was I thinking that? And I kind of, he hated me. That's, that's so harsh. <laughs> I didn't really hate you, but it was the first time I'd questioned. I was like, oh, what the hell? Hmm. But I think it only strengthened our relationship overall. Yeah, as we, a couple, it was like important to recognize in this moment, we just want different things. Yeah, exactly. Flipping it around. It's like you asking me to go slower up a climb in with the hard gear that I've mm. got, which would mean like me doing a cadence of one. <laughs> so, <laughs> me, so, <laughs> I need to cycle with you, mate. <laughs> so yeah, it's unreasonable. And I like, by the time we got to John O'Groats, I'd come to terms with the fact yeah. that I was being unreasonable. And actually it wasn't so bad. Like we got there. You know, like you come into the car park, the car park was pretty quiet. It was like taking yeah. like wide turns to like smooth surface, like and we could see the pole. And it was like, oh, that's cool, we're here. Yeah. So it was almost like if it had been just some shitty town that was where we were going to next like stop and chat, then it yeah. might have been a bit like, oh, right now we kind of yeah, definitely hate each other. Or no, sure. I mean, I, listen, mate. I had no bad blood to you. No, at me all. neither. Absolutely, I was like that. I'm Tony's crap. <laughs> Tony, I thought you were good at us, mate. Yeah, yeah. A bit hard for you. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, but then, almost upon immediately leaving John O'Groats, the Madonna shone on us, blessed us, parted the clouds. Obviously, she'd 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 said, "Boys, you have unlocked a very special, very special challenge." The challenge of teamwork. <laughs> <laughs> the clouds parted, the wind turned, 20 kilometer, maybe 15 kilometer tailwind, yeah. all the way down to Brora. Definitely. This was, I mean, that's glorious. Yeah, look at the joy. And joy for cycling fans everywhere. And also, like, it was, if there was, like, big sections like that where it was uh, kind of undulating or just slightly downhill, if I got a gap, then it was a much easier circumstance for me to be like all right well cool i'll just yeah. hang out in the sun for literally 60 seconds get a photo of tony going by i've got I even got my my sleeves rolled yeah up. yeah was that one yeah the uphills i'd go away a little bit on the downhills you'd go away a little bit on the flats you'd probably get a bit of a gap and then we were just getting some nice videos and really enjoying it like i think we were worried about this part weren't we like on the a9 getting onto the a9 yeah but it was actually lovely so maybe we got lucky Maybe it's just a nice road and people need to make the most of it. At the same time, this is Friday at five o'clock. Yeah, yeah. It's rush hour. Like, yeah. I had, like, I'll, I'll fight anybody who says A9 is not great. That bit from Wick to Brora, cycle A9, it's absolutely yeah. tremendous. Well, it's really nice. We had no problem at all. No, no. no problem with cars. It wasn't super busy. A couple of nice village signs going on. Um, Slibster, Thrumster, Berry Braze, Helmdale, that's Helmdale. Coming into Helmdale with like 10k to go. Yeah. Just like, cool. So good. Day three in the bag. Definitely. 
we were cruising down a bit further. You had to stop to charge your gun. There was one really steep climb, actually, wasn't there? Yeah, punchy yeah. one. Berry Breeze. Yeah. Out of Berry Breeze. That 12 percenter. That was a super steep one. And then you had to stop to charge your Garmin, which gave me the opportunity to carry on. I said to you, I'm going to go on. And then it was, must have only been like a two-minute gap, but I was time-trialing it then yeah. to the end. And here you came into Brora. Bam, with the... And I was I was so trying to hunt you down as well. Yeah. I was like, this suits me. It was just like slightly downhill, bit punchy, bit rolling. And I was in the drops and there was cars behind me and I was just like that. You're just going to have to enjoy the show. <laughs> God, he's fast. This boy is, he must be. Um, and then we got into, brought into a nice cabin with the cows. I was cold, man. You went proper old woman. <laughs> Gas, bar, the bar fire. We went down to the takeaway. We got yeah. uh, pizza, one pizza, two fish and chips. That was my fit. Tight Nike track pants, white socks, black and gold slippers. They didn't make, they didn't survive another day. And we sort of slumped out like uh, like two sort of. We just come from a really big night out, like takeaway up the road, onto the sofa, beers, TV on, the seats that go like that, and then we were kind of just like zombied, mm-hmm. like oh. Oh, it was James Bond on the TV. Like, oh, fucking James Bond, man. How's he driving up? How's he driving the plane like that? <laughs> oh, I've seen this, but okay. <laughs> See what he does, right? Oh, watch this, Tony. Watch this. And then we set off the next day. We were just ready to go. Definition. That leg definition. <laughs> Boom, right there. Boom. <laughs> so this was where we were supposed to meet the rest of the team to patter in the neck the last, like, I think it was going to be like 85k or yeah. something. But because we'd miscalculated... I'd miscalculated. <laughs> the team had miscalculated. So we had about 130k to go in the end. Yeah. And then we took a wrong turn, another 20k's up a nice wee road. It was lovely, like, wasn't it? It was great. It was so nice. And then slowly but surely, we're like, we just check that we're in the right bex. <laughs> this doesn't look like we're going to come to our turn anytime soon. <laughs> and then it turned out we were wrong. A dead end. It was worth it. Like, we, we both had... We had a good chat. Oh, epiphanies, uh, yeah. I, We haven't really talked about chatting much, but we had a couple of good conversations along the way, mm. didn't we? Like, especially on the f- on the first day, we had a good chat about what it means to be beautiful. Tony, <laughs> what do you think beauty is? <laughs> Something that we both... Um, Never really had to worry about. <laughs> but yeah, Hi. some nice chats along the way that mm. we've, like, have got lost in amongst all the riding and the trouble and, yeah. like, the wind and all of that stuff. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it was, the, I think, definitely in the mornings, like, we'd have... A coffee, breakfast, be f- fueled up and then have energy. Yeah. And generally be cycling like that. And it would be existential chatting in the morning. And then by the afternoon, it was a bit more like, look at that lamb. I remember as well thinking, I'm recognizing my own way of riding now that I know your way of riding a little bit better. Like how I like to know where the end of the climb is, to mm. know how much energy I've got. Yeah. Whereas I remember saying to you a couple of times, like, oh, we're going over there. Like, it must be going up there. Oh, and then yeah. you said to me once, like, I prefer not to know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just like, oh, shit, yeah, I remember. Coming out of Darnes o- over to Tongue, yeah. when you were like, oh, we go down there, around there, and then see that up there, it's that. <laughs> yeah. So for the whole time around the lock, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't want to know. The Ribble did you well, didn't it? Love it. Love that little bike. But actually what we haven't mentioned is my beautiful Peter Sagan-esque victory which was off the A9, the wrong side of the, not a roundabout, but like that victory, yeah. and then just in. Oh, I was in. By the time I'd seen the sign, I think you hadn't seen the sign at that point. You went on the inside. I just wanted to do the move. Yeah, and then they saw the sign, and then I saw the sign, and I was like, oh, shit. 
And you just yeah, rocket. I can't remember. I want to say it was called Crawdaddy, the village, but it (laughs) wasn't called Crawdaddy. And then then we just set things in motion for basically the big victory of the day, which was going to be Boner Bridge. Yeah. Um, For no other reason than we are 12 years old. (laughs) And that is just hilarious. It's a hilarious name for a village. We knew that once we were over the bridge, that's the last little bit into Inverness. So. Yeah, like Bona Bridge and then the village after Ardgay. That's a double. That, you want a double. A sprint for those. And that was like probably the most tactical sprint we did. We kind of knew where it was. We didn't really know where it was. Yeah. There were some bits that were uphill where Tony would get like a bit of a gap and then I'd catch him up on the downhills and then I'd try and like TT away. But then it would just all come together and then you did one attack at, at the right time. I had to go then. Yeah, if you hadn't gone then, you wouldn't have got it. Yeah. But he went, he got it. And just I'm left it with regret for the rest of my life that's it and then straight after that it was a flat run into Ardgay which was pretty it wasn't far away was it look at the joy on my face there and then we got into Ardgay which I just nipped from you as well that was a yeah, close that sprint. was like they were a bit less friendly to us in the Ardgay store we did ask them for half a bottle of champagne and she was looked at us like <laughs> we spoke to Raymond Kerrigan uh, yeah, he was in Bulgaria for a while for reasons unknown oh this was again one of the highlights actually two two really unexpected things that I enjoyed that I wasn't sure one the last little clip down the A9 we were literally doing like 60 seconds turns again but we were going like 35 kilometres an hour and then I didn't have the legs for Dingwall you got Dingwall yeah Yeah. we came out of Dingwall we knew we were going to meet those boys at some point we came round the roundabout we both saw the sign for Maryborough, and we both just lit up a sprint, like such a good sprint. It's, a great, it's been off the roundabout, slight downhill into the roundabout, yeah. and then just... I was like... <laughs> I saw David, my cousin, and then Nelson was there, and we were just going and going, and you could see like, maybe the shock on their faces, like how are they still... They're sprinting. And I think you got it by like, that would have been the photo finish, but I was just, I celebrated anyway, just because they were there, I was like... <laughs> It was and class. Then, that was yeah, a, that was that's such a high moment of the thing. Yeah, of definitely. the whole trip. Then we did manage to buy half a bottle of champagne. Lovely sitting behind them for a little while, wasn't it? Yeah, this oh. is great. Dave is like six foot five. <laughs> six foot. Yeah, he's about six foot five. He's just sat in the wheels. <laughs> we rolled back in. I got the sprint for Inverness. You did. Um, I had nothing left at that point. Actually, I was done. I tried to TT away at one point, and then yeah, you oh, went for a big effort. Yeah, um, I was like gubbed after that I almost nicked David to Inverness he'll say that he had 5% left like he always does yeah then we uh, dropped everything off and went for a curry didn't we yeah it was quite nice because our Airbnb guy had fucked up the accommodation and then he was like yeah I'll give you dinner in my restaurant but he's the chef so he just yeah. we, we ate for free many pints I had six pints that night <laughs> yeah, yeah. I but just think I was wrecked generally. Just generally, yeah, yeah. But it was decent. The nice, nice. But it's Black Isle, wasn't it? Cool. It was stinking in there, though. It was stinking, and it was full of cyclists. If you're doing a cycling event, just pay a wee bit of attention to your personal hygiene. <laughs> yeah. You know, just a little bit. Just like that's, that. that's, yeah. that's all I'm asking. I would say we cycled more that week than anybody else. Yeah. In that room, and we were fresh to death. Yeah, definitely. We were looking great. We were smelling great. We were socialising. That guy's a stranger. His mate is also a stranger. And this is kind of the point that I wanted to bring up. Doing events like the Atap attached onto like an epic cycle like that. The real adventure. I thought it was phenomenal. Yeah. It's like exactly the kind of cycling I want to do. We spoke to so many people. We were shown a lot of kindness from a lot of people. Um, we no problems with cars apart from the one guy that wanted to kill us. And then you come to do this event, so there's like three and a half thousand cyclists there. We're all part of a community. We're all there to like enjoy this thing. How many people do you think you said good morning to who didn't say it back? Literally on the way with a yeah. number on your bike, going to do the same event because we love the same thing. If someone says hello to you, at least say hello back. But yeah, I think 
like coming off the North Coast 500 just put us in a different mindset to a lot of other people who might that might have been their big event. Their Everest. Everest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But Plus, I, it was really just a recovery ride. <laughs> oh, the, yeah. night, the night before. So our Airbnb was above a karaoke bar, which we didn't realize until we got back home. And that was about three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> He's still awake. Until, yeah, he tried to close your eyes and go to sleep and you just heard, da, da, na, 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 let's go girls. <laughs> I didn't, I think I slept two hours that night. When I woke up in the morning, I was like, I'm not getting up if Todd isn't getting up. Until Todd moves, I'm not moving. My alarm went off and I was like, I can't hear anybody else moving. <laughs> what got you up? Pride. The finish, onto cobbles, a bit wet, got a bit sketchy. David just nipped me, but he did say, whoa, 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 onto the final chicane, yeah. which made me put the brakes on. Yeah. I think I would have had him. And that's you driving away. That's me beasting off. And there's some coffee. And there we are, the next day, back at work. Not like the pros. And there's me <laughs> just chilling. <laughs> uh, it was class. What's next, Todd? What's next is, have you been back on your bike yet? I've been on the turbo. I'm still waiting for my front derailleur. I've not been back on. Like, I definitely was like a week off, no yeah. problem. And then this week, it's been not great weather, so... Because we've um, got, what have we got? Seven not weeks? Not long. I think seven weeks, yeah. Seven, seven weeks. Seven weeks till we go. Until we leave for Milano. So if you don't know what we're doing and you haven't heard anything before, we're going to cycle to the world of coffee in Milan. Cycling from here to Newcastle and then on the ferry over, then Amsterdam, all the way down to Milan. Countries are Netherlands, Belgium, France, Luxembourg, Switzerland, Liechtenstein. I think we'll stay in Liechtenstein. Then up and over the Splogenpass. Splogenpass. To Italy, down the side of Lake Como, and then it is a pilgrimage to the Madonna. It's just a, a little 50k from Lake, down Lake Como into Milan. Milan. And then we'll go to the world of coffee. We've got like... Another six episodes, I think. Some more guests lined up just to like help us along the way. I think we'll just keep going. That's what I wanted to do, was do a tour Village Signs Championship nice. for that tour. Every Village Sign. Because it could be anyone. Alora. Be sure to subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's it cost you? Literally nothing. Nothing. This is nothing. free. Tell all your friends if you want the if you want the stuff to get better and better. Think of what it was like when we did the first episode. Yeah. Now where we are. Yeah. Look at us. Screens. <laughs> yeah. Just like everything. Not even our stuff. Just like everything. Even just if you don't like it, everything. just like it. Yeah. All we can say is see you, you next time, dreamers. dreamers. I'm sorry. Was that your auntie? Was that your auntie? Anybody want coffee? I'm making coffee. Anybody want coffee? Was that your auntie? I'm making myself a cup of coffee. Anybody want? Joy for cycling fans globally. What an effort that was. I'm having a cup of coffee. I absolutely love that. <laughs> Look, I'm a frequent coffee drinker. I'm part of the club. I have a card.